Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to It's Rainmaking Time. This is Kim Greenhouse. I thought I would do a short commentary highlighting the completion of 2016 and preparing the opening of 2017. I hope that this segment finds you well, finds you prospering, and finds you without suffering and struggle. As we wrap up 2016, I wanted you to know that I've been doing a lot of thinking about the recent deaths of public figures and celebrities, their passing, and I asked myself the question, what is it about the passing of a celebrity that shocks us so much when it's all of a sudden, when there was no forewarning? Upon hearing the news of not only George Michael's passing, but Carrie Fisher's passing, and then 24 hours after that, her mother's passing, Debbie Reynolds. They seem unexpected around Christmas time at the tail end of the year, which is always sad because people like to end their year with some type of celebration, being with people they love, family members they love and care about, friends they love and care about. And one of the things that came to my mind was that on a celebrity level, on a public figure level, there's this kind of subconscious reference to them, like, you know, they're not old or sick enough to die, or they're not allowed to die. <laughs> it's, it's like, what is it about public figures and celebrities that die on us? They're not allowed to die. And I think that's the first thing we have to realize is that being in the public, they're not allowed to die. And it's a microcosm of our association with connection to them for Many of them, our connection to them is to their bodies of work, their contributions and things they've created or been part of. And then when they've gone on to do things beyond their field, the valuable contributions they've made when they were outside of their field or no longer working directly in their field or doing things in addition to what they've done before. And what it really triggers is this unexpectedness of life. One minute you're laughing, you're enjoying a conversation with someone, and the next minute you could be fighting for your very life just to stay alive. And we forget this in the day-to-day. -day. The day-to-day -day and the mundaneness of the day-to-day, -day, we forget this aspect, which is that life is an unexpected experience, even though there's so many things that we expect that there's a unexpectedness about life. There is a space universally that we don't control, we don't have any say about, and many people fight this. We're all part of fighting this. This unexpectedness alone should send most of us into a kind of rarefied contemplation that our lives are really a, a great gift. And it's easy to get into a rut or to go online and get into ideological disagreements with people, actually virtual people, that have no connection to us, no relationships with us, no real involvement with us on a personal level, and no particular interest in our lives whatsoever. And then to operate online as though that this disagreement is real. This disagreement and strife is real and should take up a lot of space and time in your mind and spirit. But it isn't real. Many of the people online or the virtual fights and conflicts that are going on, they're real on a virtual level, but it's like fighting aspects of consciousness with no connection and no relationship to the people you're having the, the ideological 
fights with. What also comes to mind in the cycle of these celebrity passings are the importance of connection and our entire relationship to the realm of connection. What it is, what it really is, what it means, why it's important, and to whom we are basing our most important internal connections with. Connection, timing, and public perception of a public person has this sense of bigger than life, a feeling that they're always going to be there, that they're never gone. And of course, it reminds us when a celebrity or public figure passes on that we all have our beginning, middle, and an end of our vessel that we're inhabiting and traveling with, that we refer to as us. When a public person passes on, it also marks a time in the public's life of the celebrity having been alive in the space of our world, a living person to be referenced and occupying a space in our minds and for many people in our hearts. And while the celebrities' bodies of work and in-the-world contributions may live on and their living family members will remember them and be mourning their loss, their physical presence as we know it is now gone. This area of the mind and the way we relate to them, it always seems unfathomable. There's like this tacit pact with the public's relationship with celebrities and public figures. And it goes like this, you can't die. You're not allowed to die. (laughs) And when they do, it's totally unacceptable. It's just not acceptable. They're fixtures in our minds and hearts, and they're supposed to always be around. And that is because that the bigger-than-life dynamic has such a hold on us. Celebrities have this dynamic that's enhanced and perpetuated and grown via the media, their publicists, their bodies of work, and oftentimes themselves and their team. This bigger-than-life dynamic animates their persona in such a way as to make it imperceptible to us that they too are fragile, vulnerable, And just like us, they have to die too. Their vessel has to shut down at a certain point. The magnification of a public person and or celebrity makes their lives appear as more important than our own. They too go through pain and suffer just like we do, which is often hidden and highly protected by their internal circle of handlers and protectors. In fact, many of them have to develop totally different coping mechanisms just to be a public person that most of us have no clue about. And so in looking at the deaths of David Bowie over 2016, there were many others, but George Michael, Prince, Carrie Fisher and her mother, it's profound to really get the message. And it's important to get the message that our time here in these bodies are finite. And so, believe it or not, we know that time is important, whether esoterically time exists or not, but our cycle of life, and we're gonna call it a cycle of life, is extremely important, that it's well used, that it's filled with as much substance and value, laughter, love, and kindness as possible. No matter what happens, in the next year, no matter how much bad news is projected onto us, no matter how negative the media transmits, no matter how much 
the forces try to engage our, and occupy our mind with doubt, negativity, narrowness, narrowing the possibility of things, inducing fear, inducing lack, no matter what happens, including market manipulations, events that may be staged in different parts of the world to get the public to buy in on certain laws and changes, we have an effect at the quantum level on what happens as we observe events around the world. And so one of the things I would like to do is to say to you that instead of taking part in the reintroduction of negativity, the reintroduction of disaster capitalism, the reintroduction of continual endless conflict, infinite conflict, we could take part in the construction of substantive value wherever we can, no matter who we disagree with. Now, sometimes people have to be confronted when they lie, cheat, steal, and murder. But for the most part, we have a say about what 98% of our focus and energy goes to. And that is a dilemma for all time for those of us on social media and for those of us in the world that perceive that our devices, we are living life through our devices. When in fact, if God forbid those devices were to be nullified by some event in our world, in our ecosystem of day-to-day, whether climate or some type of other event, how would we be able to function? What would we do? Who can we count on? Who do we know that's 100% reliable and committed to our well-being? And what does that mean? How does that translate? Most of us have no backup plans. Most of us have no backup anything. We're totally at the mercy of this virtual electronic world. And so I wish for you and everybody you know and love around the world that you have the success and the fulfillment that your heart and spirit desires. I also wish for you and your family and friends and people you love and care about to be protected and have backup provisions in case your quality of life and in case the society around you may undergo a shift of conditions that you didn't expect, know about, or have previously planned for. I am inviting those of you listening to me to take part in preparations for the unexpected in your area, in your community, with your family and friends, with neighbors, and to take it seriously. It's something that most of us in certain traditions grew up with, but others of us in other traditions didn't grow up with. It's not something that's really considered, but it's something that should be done because there's not a country in the world that is not being impacted by the activities and decisions of central bankers, of organizations that literally run and control economies, and we're all connected that way. And while there's some very useful and interesting developments in different types of cultures and economies, when it comes to this thread, this economic thread, we are all, we all have a kind of vulnerability relationally that's profound, 
really profound. For those of you who have not heard Healing for All Time, I want to invite you to listen to that. And I want to invite you to, if you also have not heard, uh, also on YouTube, we released the edited version of a supermoon talk I did. And that's a talk about being a pioneer and having been in Europe for 22 months and what I learned. So I want to complete 2016 by saying to you that you're important, that whoever you are and wherever you are, that you're important. Not to forget that power of one person to bring light and healing and connectedness and harmony to wherever you are. You don't know to what extent you're enhancing those around you without even knowing about it. Just being who you are, you matter. In a world where you may think you don't, I wish you good health, a completion of 2016 and everything you did and tried to do and may or may not have accomplished. And no matter what happens in the coming times that you gather with people of like mind, that you prepare in the best way that you can for the unexpected. And we are living in both exciting and tremendously complex times. And that's the reason to prepare in a way that you hadn't considered before. The passing of celebrities is to remind us that life is unexpected. It's an unexpected dimension, that we don't control everything around us, that there are things we have a say about and there are things that just happen. And so I wish you the best. And I'd like to open 2017, letting you know we are looking for people to assist us, to volunteer a few hours a week, to help us with YouTube, with iTunes, with posting, with emails, with write-ups. And we're going to be offering a training to the most receptive people around the world, in person, in rainmaking. I'm Kim Greenhouse. We are completing 2016. We're inviting in 2017. God bless you. It's rainmaking time.